hit it. So, what's up, PukeCast fam? Hope you guys having a puking good day. And as always, welcome to Asia Web3 Motherfuckers Show. I'm Puke, representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple. To discuss the latest NFT news update, review case study, bring up Asia projects and community, but, but most importantly, to be at the forefront of any DGEN play to make some money. Uh, we run this show Monday to Friday, every day, 10pm GMT plus 8, which is 10am EST. And you know what? If you guys are here, like, retweet the post, look to your right and your left. If you're not recognizing anybody, all you have to do is, you know, click an ad, send them a DM, let's build active connection. And, you know, before we get started, I just want to say apologies yesterday, you know, we were having a great time. I think it was like 100 150 plus people and suddenly my phone decided to just you know become super hot and instantly like you know twitter is just hanging out i dm mave i'm like oh shit mave and then every time when the twitter app pops out it's like you know do you want to close or wait and i i click wait for like four or five times and instantly you know after that it's just rock so no worries you know because i posted the link and if you guys know today this week this is the last space of the week because tomorrow it's good friday i will not be available so if you guys have been missing out the nasi lemak pop-up that we have been collecting not no worries stay to the end of the episode because we will be releasing the pop-up and you ask what's the pop-up for every week the, depending on the numbers of pop-up that you collected, it increased the weightage of the token airdrop that we will raffle off every single week. And man, I think our way is going to be valuable because today, Maeve, I saw Magic Eden partnership with uh, Kaiju Kings. <laughs> so, you know, all right, the Airways is proving. Those of you here who has been, you know, actively collecting the Airways, man, 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 this looks something interesting. All right, without further ado, GDAP, Hit it with the GM news, brother. All right, let's go. This is the daily trend fight update. Today is the 6th of April, 2023. It is Thursday. So over to the US, uh, trend fight markets, S&P 500 is down 0.2%. NASDAQ is down 1%. And the major tech stocks down 2.3%. So the um, most investors now see the Fed leaving the um, the interest rates steady next month. So less than forty percent are expecting a zero point two five percent rate hike. Um, this is because the uh, market is looking a bit shaky. The the labor market's looking a bit shaky. Consumer spending is down. Um, they're scared of going into recession now, so they, they'll probably hold off on the interest rate hikes. Over to Europe, FTSE 100 is up 0.9%. To Asia, Hong Kong is up 0.3%. Japan down 1.2%. Singapore down 0.5%. China, Shanghai is flat and Korea is down 1.4%. That is the daily TradFi update. Over to PewCast Maves. Thanks, G, to my M. So today, I have MetaMask partners with OpenSea and Blockade for a scam prevention feature. MetaMask also has a partnership with Sheila XYZ to curate a 100-plus artist mobile gallery during NFT NYC. Ace Rice Riddler joins Beans official as Team Beans Community Rep. Two Azukis from the Team Azuki wallet were sent out uh, no, no more info on that yet. Latest Mac 
OS has BTC white paper as an Easter egg. Magic Eden partners with Kaiju Kings. Something is definitely coming. Candyland IO mints tomorrow, 7th of April. Remember to confirm your allow list. Lastly, Twitter's algo gets game-changing update. Uh, zero cool if reveals details. Now back to you. Pete. All right, right, Maeve. Like you know, we have tons of news today, and guys, um, I'm excited to dive into news. And later after this, you know, we have two, you know, guest speaker with us today. We have uh, bot grapes. We have Valley friends, and both of them are in, you know, the F and B industry. And uh, this is just a power kind of like you know guest speaker because you know what we have been lacking in a way in terms of having real utility. When I talk about real utility, it's like you know a physical place that people can actually touch, people can actually go, people actually can consume. These are the things that is currently lacking on the space, and you know, um, just having these kind of projects here with us today it shows that hey you know what besides all the craze of the pfp beside all the craze of the alpha trading tools whitelist and stuff like that if everything fit in the end what will be the most important thing is a place for you to go and eat the place for you to go and drink that is the ultimate thing for me at least right so later on you know i'm excited to dive into that but before this bro we have to talk about two things today the first thing is azuki the second thing is magic eden all right let's dive down a little bit on azuki because you know we uh you know a lot of a lot of people i think it was that day remember when i texted in the group and i said uh why is everybody on um on the timeline or crypto timeline typing TTP. And uh, I, I didn't know what was it because I'm not active in the Azuki Discord. And apparently, TTP means trust the process, all right? And so because a lot of top projects, for example, you see Pudgy Penguins are active with, for example, daily tra- uh, daily spaces. Uh, they join a lot of spaces. Frank D. God, you know, is an active uh, person that talks a lot in, for example, Leap Spaces. Both of them are very vocal, right? And when we look at even Yuga Labs, obviously they always come up with the new things. You know, after the game ended, they recently just, you know, launched oh, The Legend of Mara and it goes on and on. So it seems like all of these projects, either they are hopping on different chain, they are going to ordinals, they are la- launching their toy collection or they are doing YouTube. But what is Azuki doing? A lot of people has been asking this. And man, Maeve, tell me a little bit, like why is Azuki so different from the rest of the project, but the community is still strong? Ooh, this is probably like the hardest question to answer because it is as simple as strong community. But at the same time, like, uh, like I, I, I've, I've read so much. I, I've, seen, uh, I've seen a lot as well, right? It, a lot of people like the, well, I guess like the ones that miss or the haters are always going to hate, you know, just like, oh, you know what they've done? They've done not much, right? You know, just like send Bobo to the space, you know, uh, drop a couple of uh, merch, you know, some uh, some little artist programs here and there. I mean, like, th- that's kind of it, right? But at the same time, like, uh, behind, I-, I believe, like, every team uh, really does their best when-, when they try to, at least, or at least we understand that every team does their best to deliver as much as they can. Um, but Azuki's case for, for me, uh, in my opinion, is uh, the trickiest right now because... I think like everybody has done something, but Azuki. Well, not well. I guess like Azuki has done a little bit here and there. Like I believe it was like the artist program. Then uh, today, obviously, they onboarded. Uh, I I don't know how to pronounce, but Ace Rice uh, Riddler uh, onto team as uh, official Beans rep. So these are you know the little things. But I guess like everybody is just like Yo Z. 
what's the next update, man? You know, like everybody's just waiting for it. TTP, bro. TTP, bro. Just trust the process. Okay, but why why I bring this up? Because it's interesting to see um, they did this multiple times, right? Like Rice Riddler or Ace is not the first time that they say, hey, you know what? We're going to pick the most active community members to do it. Like we've seen this move with Elena in her daily threads. Instantly, they hire, you know, them as so-called, um, you know, this researcher. We see Will um, basically, you know, doing a lot of deep research and hire him to create content. And his, his standpoint is like neutral, right? Because he's not like the official team. They some sort of partnership whereby he is free to, you know, create content. But of course, under the disguise of using the Azuki PFP. And I see it with... Uh, Riddler, right? So it it seems like you know they are taking a different approach uh, in terms of not jumping to the next hype team. For example, oh, Ordinals, like you know, Yuga Labs did Truffle, uh, and then we are going to it, or we see like you know something is happening on space. You know, we are hype on it. Um, it's a little bit different in in the approach that they take because I feel, for example, we talk about Yuga, we talk about uh Paji, we talk about D Gods, right? They are more content driven, whereby the I think the company itself is the one that creates the content, right? Like we, we saw uh, the Pajis, basically they have this uh, YouTube series called Build, Building in Public, showing people how they are building uh, Pajis. But Azuki is a different way in terms of like, you know what, they are giving the power to the community instead of, you know, they wanting to meddle during the ups and stuff like that. They work on the big collab. The, team, the, the, the people itself are doing it and it seems like man like they say no matter how cliche it is Azuki built different I, I think it's a little bit true right mate <laughs> <laughs> Azuki's built different oh man all these all these acronyms man only only Azuki's can do this like TTP like what the hell is TTP man but you know TTP TTP <laughs> alright alright so I want to talk a little bit more uh, in terms of Magic Eden as well because man like Yesterday, we have, uh, I mean, you guys are here. We have like the Polygon people to come on board. And I was searching like, where do you actually find or search uh, or buy a Polygon PFP? Uh, is it uh, OpenSea? But apparently a lot of these uh, Polygon uh, projects, they actually sub the link on their bio, which is, you know, Magic Eden, Polygon.MagicEden. And it seems like Magic Eden, they Tons of things is cooking, man. Like right now, if you scroll to Magic Eden, you already know they do ME on BTC. You know they are launching ME on ETH. Uh, they have Polygon on Magic Eden. And right now, you know, today they tease us a little bit in terms of like, hey, they are doing content with uh, Frank about youths, like real YouTube uh, content kind of uh, thing. And then, you know, they are teasing with Kaiju Kings. But, but, Today, Maeve, you miss out this news because, you know, you are big on the Japanese projects, right? And bro, like they said, Launchpad goes Japan. So apparently, they are partnering with a lot of, um, you know, Japanese projects to be a Launchpad for them, whereby you can, you know, have the features of bilingual so people can go to the website, mint it, and you just can select the language with, uh, back and forth with Japanese or English. I mean, this is huge, man. What's your thought on this? Is ME doing the right thing, bro? ME, I mean, like, uh, we, we, we've talked about uh, ME quite a number of times, but, like, they just, dude, they, they capping for real, man. God damn, they just, like, non-stop. There's one thing after another, it's like, just go and go and go. Uh, on top of uh, what you just shared, well, the Kings one, just at the start of uh, our show. Kings, now CN Wafuku, 
Uh, I'm going to mint that. Thanks for the reminder, by the way. You know, happening tomorrow. <laughs> so, going to remind everybody again, anybody that has it, you know, got to mint that. You know, you know my skin in the game for Japanese projects. But yeah, man, ME, popping. Seriously, they just like non-stop. Like, and their UI is, uh, is amazing. They've done a really, really good job. You know, obviously, there's always room for improvement, but like, they're just so quick on their feet. Uh, I love it, man. I love yeah, it. yeah. We we talk about this, right? Like we have variable on the show, and they are going towards the community marketplace. We have Blur, uh, which is you know they are more towards wanting to have that trading token farming. Uh, OpenSea apparently we we talked about it yesterday, right? They they have Jab. The collection is still popping, and uh, Me seems like a different route. Like we thought, Me was like behind the show, but you know right now, like they stepped to gas pedal, bro, and uh, they are just actively going out to multiple chains and i was you know checking out the polygons because yesterday you know, i mean the speaker made me massive fomo i know some of you guys felt it as well and bro i, I kind of like the whole ui in terms of the the, the whole thing man. It, it looks great right do, do you know uh what other what's it called what other marketplaces are there for polygon because like i don't know man like for for me at least right like uh, ME is such a big name right now. Like, I mean, like, we know ME from Solana. They've done an amazing job, right? You know, like, they basically, like, capitalize the whole market, like, or, or the majority of the Solana market. Then, obviously, like, you know, downturn. You know, they, they took a bit of a tumble, but not just so fast, man. Like, uh, yesterday I was checking out, I was using ME to check out. I'm like, their UI is very straightforward, right? They have a very clean UI. You know, it gets you, it, it shows you, it shows you what you need and uh, it's good enough. Obviously, like, the trading side of things, there's probably room for improvement. But, like, I- I'm not complaining, man. Because, like, if you ask me, like, oh, okay, what's on Polygon? I mean, I'll probably do, like, a quick Google research. Well, I probably won't do that. Like, I'm, I'm pretty afraid to click links as well. So, I'll probably, like, ask, like, GW or, like, you know, other guys uh, on Discord. So, but ME, man, household name. Like, okay, sure, ME, done, period. Yeah, yeah. All right, GW, GW, do you know what, which other place besides Magic Eden that you can go and check out Polygon Collection, bro? I don't, I don't. And and the only polygon, sort of polygon project I know is <laughs> CyberKongs, um, just for their, their, gaming, their gaming side. That, that's, uh, that's the limit of my polygon exposure. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the same, right? But I mean, to, to this week, we have tons of uh, different types of chain coming in, right? Like, uh, I, I can't wait to talk to Welly friends as well because, man, like, we have to call and basically, I, I'm not going to spill some alpha, right? I'm not going to spill. I'm going to wait them to spill it because, like, they are powered by Shiba Token, right? Like, which... I didn't think that, you know, uh, Shiba in the token way, they are like actively involved in like, you know, NFT communities. But it seems like, man, like if is not the only chain, I, I think it's time for me to quit being an Eve Maxi and try to look at other opportunities. Because, bro, like I, I saw today uh, in, in a polygon, I think it was the uh, project called Brozo, right? And one of the so-called legendary uh, actually sell for roughly around 1.4 ETH. So, Man, like there are money to be made in terms of different chain. So I'm excited about it. All right. This is a short update of the market. You know, basically, if any hype news or stuff like that, we will talk about it. Um, just a little update for you guys. I'm going to repeat it again. If I know you guys have been sharing me the candy land, uh, you know, the premium and stuff like that. So, hey, those that got it, apparently I didn't got it. I'm not going to be salty about it. But yep. yeah. 
Yep. I didn't get it too, so let's just be so together, man. Fucking Candyland, oh my man. God. How many of you guys got the Candyland uh, whitelist? Just send, just put it a thumbs up so I know, you know, you guys got it. And I'm going to be salty about it, right? I don't know why, but premium just don't like me, bro. But uh, the main starts tomorrow, which is 7th of April. And all of you guys who wants to hack the Twitter uh, algorithm, do check out Zero Kuf because like he updates again. Hey, you know, there are changes to be made. Previously, we talked about it. So I'm going to deep dive into, you know, what works, what don't work. We already know that, you know, audiograms don't work. Thread versus long-form content. Long-form content is better. But in order to do that, you need to buy the blue tick. And apparently, with the blue tick, only you will appear in the For You page. So, man, like, I think I'm going to apply for it, bro. Like, in Malaysia, it's around 500 RM for one whole year. Uh, I think I'm going to do it. Gonna see. Duke, are you talking about zeros uh, content on the Twitter? No, no, no. It, it was another post about like if you have the blue tick, uh, basically, a bot account wouldn't have that, wouldn't want to spend that money to buy the blue tick, right? So Twitter's algorithm gonna favor them more because it shows like, hey, if you have money to spend on the blue tick, you're probably legit. I'm gonna favor you more. So. Man, like, Elon Musk knows how to monetize Twitter in a way, right? <laughs> he, he sends the bot FOMO and instantly it's like, ah, you know what? Now pay up, guys, I, pay up. I feel like Twitter algo is just going insane, man. Like, with this thing, this, this was like last week. I'm pretty sure we, we covered this last week. Then, like, this couple of days, it's just like a lot of updates on, like, Twitter really changing the algo. Like, I mean, like, when I say change, it's like a significant change. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's just going to be really interesting yet very, you know, Usually, when social media platforms have an algo change, is usually more frustrating than exciting. Cause like you know, it's just like, what the hell is happening, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we we have to always update ourselves, and you know what? Be at like I said, right, the forefront of everything. But it seems like I I've been lacking, bro. Like I am not at the forefront. I'm like like the, the back end. Shit. All right, I'm gonna buckle up. Uh, so guys, this is the wrap up of what's happening today in the NFT market. All right, without further ado, let us welcome our speaker of today. I'm gonna throw the question to Welly Friend first. Basically, how are you doing, buddy? We have a short call yesterday. I'm excited to have you finally on Spaces. Just give us a brief introduction about yourself and what were you doing prior to Web3? GM, Hello, GM, everyone. GM, GM. Can you hear us both? Yep, yep, yep. Loud and clear, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. It's really, really nice to hear these news. It's really comfortable. I like it a lot. I'm going to introduce myself and our like project and our team a little bit and then we can start so who doesn't know who we are can kind of understand. We are well friends. We are... Can you hear me well or with uh, echo because they're telling me... They're... Yeah, yeah, that's like massive uh, echo. That's why I muted another speaker called Rich Monboy. Um, so okay, wait one second. Yeah. One second. Alright. Uh... We are not together oh. so... <laughs> I, I, bro, bro, le legit. But he's fixing that. All right, so you, you are on team, right, bro? <laughs> but all right, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, are yeah. you, go guys? Ahead, go ahead, bro. Okay, I will just make a brief introduction of me and the team while uh, uh, Koalop is fixing that. Um, I'm part of the team. I'm um, I'm following the <clears throat> the spaces and uh, helping the team on the. Um, market strategy and uh, all of that. We are a big team. Uh, you know, we have a, 
developers inside the team. We are uh, uh, more than 20, uh, 30 people uh, on the team that is, work is working uh, um, constantly on Welly. Um, we have a big background um, already on the marketing side, uh, content creation, uh, web developers. So we are a big team. Um, already working, everybody is uh, um, doing something. For example, Koalop and another um, team member, they have a big knowledge uh, on the restaurant side. Um, they have already chains of restaurants worldwide, um, you know, being, uh, bringing uh, <clears throat> a big value to the project. Uh, we have developers that uh, are really strong. They developed many, many uh, websites during the the time we have a content creator we have a expert of the marketing strategy we are creating a, you know uh, it, we have all the dot point to create a, a big a, a big brand and a big value to the brand so that's a brief a, a bit of the introduction of who we are and what we are doing of course you know um, as you said we are uh, um, the first partner of Shiba, so you know, lots of talking about on this, uh, lots of uh, good things on it, and uh, you know, I don't want, I want to leave the um, the audio to Paolo. Paolo, are you are you fun with the, your audio? I think so. Can you hear me yeah, well now? All good, bro. Yeah, amazing. Okay, perfect. So uh, coming back to what Vittorio was talking about. Um, we are working, let's say, um, a lot of um, spaces and um, interviews also on Discord, but we have also roles in uh, the Web2 part of this project. As he mentioned, I work a lot of on, on the restaurant side, while he works a lot on the uh, developing side of the ideas or of marketing and everything. And I want to talk as a team, let's say, of the rest of the team. We're almost like a collective. We all come from different backgrounds, uh, and originally, the team was men. Like the team was part of a, a PR agency uh, for real life companies in Web two. And um, since members of the team, including me, started uh, with uh, crypto uh, in two thousand seven, early two thousand seventeen, we slowly started um, implementing the ideas of cryptocurrencies, uh, to, um, NFTs, and even just blockchain to try to find a way to implement it uh, with real-life companies. And um, at one point, uh, we were trying to find a way to create our own project because not a lot of, especially a couple of years ago, before the bull run, the, the last bull run really started, many companies didn't really believe in this, let's say, Web3. So it was difficult to try to make them implement some sort of Web3 applications to their companies itself. So we started our own and we opened this restaurant through our expertise in, in the industry. And uh, we wanted to find a way to make it as, as it being a Web2 project, uh, implement the Web3 part. And uh, through our connections in SHIB, we made a business plan, we proposed everything, we made a lot of presentations. There was a lot of work. It took almost a year to finally like have this partnership. And luckily, the team of SHIB really loved the idea. And the idea was mainly based on the fact that SHIB is based on a community. It goes forward just through its community. And we wanted to create a similar thing, let's say. So 
we are actively involved with the community and for us the most important mission is having an active community that is fully participating in the project, in the ideas of the project, in changing the project itself, in giving more um, ideas again to develop it more successfully. And uh, I don't know if you want me to introdu introduce you why the reason why we're, we were able to get this partnership in the first place is because uh, we were members of, um, we were, were one of the first uh, investors in SHIB. We bought it on the second day yeah, it yeah, came bro, out. Bro. And I, I have to cut you and ask you, what make you bullish on SHIB? Like you, you told me yesterday that you were like, the, you know, the OG investor and you basically, you, you guys, your team lead the whole community, right? What was that, you know, deciding factor that say, hey, you know what? I'm going to, you know, deep dive into SHIB. I, I see that it's a, like a strong team. and This is what I'm going to do. And I mean, basically that move is very risky, right? It's very, very risky. Let's say that at the beginning, uh, as I mentioned to you already, I, I had a strategy, let's say, to investing in cryptocurrencies and I would only look at the communities and at the team. If the team was active and the community was participating and fully active, I would think that that, that project was going to be successful. Once I found SHIB and I joined their Telegram group, I couldn't believe that even if at the beginning there weren't many members, because I remember when I joined, there were like 4,000 members in total. And uh, they were constantly writing every day. There were hundreds of thousands of messages every day. And the, the team of, at the time was constantly active with everyone. And it was a continuous talk with everyone. It was almost an army. That's why they call it Shiba Army, because it was in incredible, literally incredible. And that convinced me and other people of the team to invest in the project. And uh, it was really risky because it was such a tiny project at the beginning that no one knew. In fact, if you go see at the charts at the beginning for the first five days, it pumped a lot. And then for over a month, it was almost dead. Even though the community kept on being active, people kept on saying buy more, buy more, because it was fully decentralized. And that's what we're trying to achieve through Welly. We want a decentralized community for this project that has power. Everyone has power. At the end of the day, community is the core, no? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. Like, when, when I think about it, you know, it's, it's really interesting to see that, hey, you know, you guys uh, basically build a project and then later on uh, implementing SHIP uh, as in the token for like the whole infrastructure, right? So tell me a little bit more in terms of like, because I know your collection minted, uh, I think it was during the, the bear, uh, bear market, right? Uh, and it was on ETH. So how does a project from ETH utilize the whole technology in, uh, in, in SHIP? I'm sorry, uh, like exactly what do you mean, utilize the yeah, technology so, of Yeah, so basically right now your project is on ETH, right? Um, and their whole ecosystem, yeah, exactly. basically you built is based on, you know, powered by SHIP token. So tell me a little bit more in terms of how people can utilize um, like the SHIP token in your ecosystem that links to like the FMB uh, site that you guys are doing. Let's say that uh, other at the moment... Uh, since uh, um, we had a store and the store, we decided to close it to do a ref um, refurnishment completely with a new design from an important um, uh, uh, designer that is Masque Spiacio. And you can look it up on, Insta on Twitter. He's really famous or also on the internet. And um, 
as soon as we're going to open it, we're going to implement the technology of Ethereum, of ETH, uh, with blockchain to track data, to track every single product we have so that the consumer knows every single product where it comes from. And it's going to give also access to the community to look uh, um, to our website. Uh, if you're an NFT owner, you're going to be able to have all the statistical data, all the financial data of the uh, business itself. So this is usually in, in the restaurant industry, it's something that only the owner or someone who works in the office for that restaurant has access to. We, we want to give this power to the community so that, for example, there is a certain type of burger or a certain type of sandwich that it's not selling enough. And uh, still it has a really high food cost because, uh, I don't know, the, the type of burger we use for that specific burger is really expensive. So it's not valuable enough to keep it. The community can see it and can propose new ideas to change it, can find a new supplier with a cheaper price in that area. And all these, let's say, uh, ideas that can make the business more profitable for everyone because it's a business of all the communities, not only of the team or of the project. This is a business that is 100% of the community. And uh, of course, it's going to be able... As soon as it opens uh, the payment methods, let's say it's going to be able to pay ETH, a consumer or customer, or also in SHIB. But mainly at the moment, we're concentrating on the technology to give uh, anyone who's the whole uh, um, NFT of Welly holder to have access to this data that usually it's really private and no one has access to. And it gives the opportunity to the business to grow even more since you're going to have uh, hundreds, maybe thousands of more eyes and brains that can give way more ideas. Yep, yep. I love it. Like basically, you know, the, the whole concept behind having, uh, integrating the Web3 element is that, you know, it's not just a business holder pushing out, for example, burgers and hopes that, you know, hey, you know, what's working, what's not, but actually able to have a community behind to kind of like try and, you know, test an arrow, you know, try it out the menu, see what's working, what's not, and work together to build something in Web3. I mean, I love it and I can't wait to dive in more. But um, let's also give uh, the stage to Bot Grapes. Uh, how are you doing, bro? And tell us a little bit more about yourself. I mean, this ha we have been a long time since I've spoken to you on Spaces. Can't wait to hear you, bro. Hey, man. How you been? I'm good, bro. How are you rocking? Yeah, good, good. Enjoying the markets out there. Having a good day getting ready for our mint tomorrow morning so yeah it's it's great we uh we just went through our auditing process to pull out our contract no errors so it's a good day today so far <laughs> bro you sound pretty relaxed for somebody who's launching a collection tomorrow that's it i, I would say it <laughs> you know if, if you if you were talking to me last night at about eleven thirty at night my time you wouldn't have thought that <laughs> I got a good night's rest I wanted to prepare for the spaces we got a lot of fun things going on with our project so um, yeah I took the night kind of working late but um, got some rest and now I'm ready to get back on the grind and uh, it's good we got a great team we're on top of everything so although we're we're looking at tomorrow uh we're having a lot of fun with it and you know with the nature of our project it's a it's wine oriented right so like you got to have it with a a sense of fun and social and 
you know, good times. So, uh, yeah, got to gotta make sure you embody that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So tell us a little bit more about your, your project because, like, I'm really interested in terms of, like, right now the whole market is shifting to, like, real utilities, right? We see, like, like people going with, for yeah. example, property kinds of utility uh, in real-life events. We saw, for example, like, the whole Animoca uh, or Mochaverse franchise. They are, like, investing in this thing called Web3 whereby it's, like, a physical space. Hotels, restaurants, food, drinks. So tell me more about your project, bro. Yeah, you know, I think I think you you kind of touched upon a lot of what we're trying to do with our project, right? Like, you know, I, I I've been in the space since 2020 into 2021. Um, I've seen kind of the different flavors, you know, the the evolution of the NFT recipe, right? Like, and I think something I've always gravitated towards was this like bridge between digital and physical utility, right? Assets, collectibles, you know, whatever whatever the context is. Um, I own a manufacturing business, so I've always been fascinated with, you know, taking things from a digital kind of twin and a digital kind of world and then bringing them to reality. And so uh, I'd say probably late, late in 2021, uh, we've got some of, their other, some of our other partners and founders are down below, but Costica is a good buddy of mine. He's down in the audience there. What's up, buddy? Um, you know, we started kind of brainstorming, you know, after playing around with NFTs in 2021, you know, we knew this was something, we knew the technology was awesome. We knew web three was here to stay. Um, but because we were so intrigued by it, you know, there's only so much you can learn on the collector side. So we were like, you know, we want to learn as much as we can about this technology because we're still so early and we want to kind of like become that subject matter expert. So you got to dive into the founder side. You got to dive into the project side. If you really want to get the full gist of, you know, how to do these collections and how to build and what it means. Um, so we started to go down that road and kind of brainstorm, you know, what a project would look like. And, you know, after kind of networking and meeting some really great people in the space, um, Costica had uh, introduced me to a good now what has become a really good friend of mine. Um, this gentleman called Nicholas Keeler is his name, and he's a winemaker in Oregon and, and that's based in the U.S. So he produces wine in his current business, you know, in his existing brands. Uh, his wine is in the top 1% of the world, um, double gold medal rated, um, you know, 94, 95 points. I mean, you know, really, really high quality wine. And he's super passionate about the winemaking process. So as I started to kind of get to know Nick and we started to kind of brainstorm on what a project would look like, we all started to kind of think about like wine and how we can do this really interesting take on you know, at the time, we didn't know it was like a digital winemaking process. It was just like, what could we do with wine? Um, so we spent about six to nine months, you know, in, in, in like really deep strategy sessions because we didn't want to just like slap NFTs on wine labels, right? Like that was kind of superficial. Um, we wanted to create something unique and really, you know, go after that digital meets physical asset category um, and do something with an experience in mind. So, you know, after about four to six months of brainstorming, um, one of our other founders, Christy, in the audience down there, um, you know, we, we started to kind of expand our team. We had such a great, you know, thought process and thought leadership kind of exercise throughout that process. And, you know, we started to build what later became this digital winemaking process. So we like, you know, we, we started to craft around what Nick actually does at the vineyard. We wanted to mimic that process and kind of bottle it up. And so... What we, what we came up with was, well, what if we put out these empty bottles 
right? These empty bottles are, are free, right? That was our first collection last year, um, like a supplies, right? And then our members would go through this digital winemaking process, just like a winemaker out on the vineyard. Um, and they get to grow their grapes. You know, we could do some fun twists with rarity. Um, and in that process, you get to learn about the winemaking, get to learn about the wines, you get to build a community of wine enthusiasts. Um, but then it becomes really experiential, right? It becomes this new kind of flavor of what we kind of learn to call grow to drink, right? You know, you're, you're going through this digital winemaking process, you're growing these grapes, and then you're combining them with an empty bottle to fill them with real wine. And then that, that NFT becomes redeemable for the physical bottle. Yep. I mean, it, it sounds cool in, in terms of like, I mean, it's kind of like the whole gamified aspect to it, right? Like when you just, I mean, versus you, for example, you go to a, a supermarket, you buy a bottle of wine, you check the rating, you go home, you drink it and that's it. But right now, you know, with the NFT element in it, it's kind of like a gamified process. You learn it, it's fun, you get the wine as well. And then it, it kind of like build a deeper connection to it. So maybe let's talk a little bit in terms of like the industry, because like we have been talking about like you know giving out real utility and stuff like that. So what do you think are like all these, you know, Web2 business is? Uh, for example, like, you know, F&B, uh, restaurants, or even food and drinks, like, what is that main obstacle whereby, like, you are convincing them, hey, you know what, you should do your business in Web3. Do you have some sort of obstacles that right now the industry is opposing? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to get, if you can, while I got, kind of go into that topic, if you can invite Authentique down, down below, that's Nick, our winemaker. Um, I'd love for him to come up and talk about the the industry side of this, because, um, you know, I, I think there's a huge connection between web two and web three businesses and brands. Um, he's the lion champagne lion is his PFP down, down below it's authentic wine sellers. Um, but essentially you hit the nail on the head, right? You know, like what we noticed is like the web two kind of winemaking space is a very, um, you know, it, it's an, it's a, it's a, traditional kind of market, right? You know, you have, you have older communities, you have wine enthusiasts, um, you know, they're not these cutting edge game developers, right? So um, when I think about this project, one of the things I love about it is, you know, we get to act as that bridge from the web to brand and, and, and the wineries and the vineyards and the winemakers that would, you know, inevitably like to get exposure to the web three space. Um, you know, in, in, in a large part of building out this project, right, like, like our partner today, you know, one of our founders, Nick down below, you know, he owns his own wine brand, right, he bottles and makes his own wine, um, you know, he, he, he has access to a bunch of vineyards. So he, you know, gets these grapes and makes this wine. So today, we're, we're leveraging Nick's resources to produce our first edition bottle of board grapes wine. But down the road, you know, in our grow to drink process, you know, we could very well partner with another wine brand, or we could introduce the concept to another winemaker. And so as we started to talk with, you know, the web two brands, uh, what we learned is we really get to act as a platform or a bridge to bring those guys into web three, without having to go and learn about all the technological, you know, smart contracts, wallets, deployment, right? All the things that come with standing up an actual, like really, really, you know, well thought out, you know, NFT project. Um, so I think a large part of what we're doing is, you know, today we're announcing, we're, we're getting our brand out there, we're establishing ourselves in the space, 
But I think as this category continues to build and grow, I think it's going to be a, 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 a massive category of brands operating in the alcohol, wine and kind of F&B space. Um, as you mentioned, like other projects are kind of getting into that as well. Um, so I think what you're seeing is a, a, the birth of a new category that's forming. And we're really excited to kind of be a part of that, you know, ushering in pioneering opportunity because, you know, take it a year down the road. And I think the opportunities are endless when you look at traditional web two brands that are looking to get that exposure to web three. Yep. Yep. I love it when you're talking about, you know, replicating the model and stuff like that. Basically like, you know, if it works for this wine seller or this vineyard, definitely you, you are able to replicate it and show success and then onboard more people into the web three space. I, I mean, I love it. All right. So GW, you have your hand raised. Go ahead, buddy. AGM board groups. Um, no, really, really happy to hear um, your kind of uh, success. You know, I think I think Web three does need to link up more with uh, physical products, and um, I think it's perfect how you guys uh, you know educate the uh, the collectors on on the whole process, really get them involved, and then that's that's how um, you know they feel they feel more part of uh, the creation process of of the product. I, I have one question. I mean, if if the winery, and this is more for all sort of physical products, if the winery is based in the US, does that mean you're sort of only bound to, to US uh, holders and collectors? Is logistics a problem to, to reach out to a global global audience? That's a great question. And it's something that we, we looked at early on because we, we want to cater to as many people as we can, right? And I think that's one of the things the Web3 space does really, really well. Um, it, it kind of, you know, it, it goes beyond territorial boundaries, right? You, oper you, you operate globally in, in the Web3 space, which I think is why you're able to build such diverse communities. Um, so, I mean, the short answer is, you know, we can ship wine to wherever UPS or FedEx or, you know, major logistics partners go. The good thing about having Nick on our team is he's plugged in through a network of distribution with his current business with Authentique. Um, so the opportunity for us is to leverage, you know, those resources um, in conjunction with, you know, traditional kind of UPS FedEx labels and shipments, right? You know, we... We can get, you know, we have members in our community that, you know, we shipped a bottle to Singapore, right? And he had won one of the raffles and we, we got him a bottle, right? So it's, it's you know, the, the problem there is obviously the costs are a little bit higher because you're shipping internationally. And with wine, you want to get, you want to get the bottle there as quickly as possible. So there's less chance of it spoiling if it's going to sit in like, say like a hot warehouse or something, right? So like, there's definitely like, you know, logistic challenges, um, but, you know, essentially you can get bottles of wine anywhere. Um I think with our project and doing it with within a Web3 context, it actually promotes an opportunity to do that better where, you know, we have data to help us say, well, if we know, you know, 200 bottles are going to be shipped to France, well, we can set up an event, event in France, work with our existing distribution, you know, palletize those cases, get those bottles out there in bulk in a safer way at a reduced cost. And then set up an event, you know, IRL to invite those members to come and pick up their bottle in person, right? So, you know, I, I think that's really the opportunity with Web3. It allows us to have more data and within this community approach, 
we can we can choose the best path that works for the community and then build an experience around it. So um, to me, I think in this first step, it's going to be, you know, obviously a learning curve. Um, we'll learn a lot. Uh, but as this, you know, model and, and strategy kind of continues to grow, I think there, you know, that creates a, a unique opportunity to learn from that process and just do it better and better and better. So, you know, two to three years out, who knows, you know, it could completely change wine distribution altogether and how we dispatch and get these bottles to people who actually want to enjoy yep, them. Yep. I, I think it's, it's able to having that global outreach um, that is really important. Like we saw, for example, RTFK, they struggle in terms of like international shipping. So to hear that you guys already have a model in terms of like worldwide distribution, that's great. All right, let's let's change the topic back to Valley Friends because I want to know. So you, you guys, you know, Know, basically told us you know you have strong partnership with Shiba um, you guys are in, into the FMB business and I know like behind this you guys have a lot of like for example partnerships collaborations that is ongoing so maybe you can tell us a little bit more in terms of like the partnership and also how are you replicating the model to you know onboard more restaurants on your end Uh, Welly friends, you there? Yeah, hello, 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 guys. Um, I think Paolo um, is off for a bit, uh, but I can cover this up, of course. Um, as Paolo was say, as Paolo was saying, you know, uh, we are implementing uh, um, <coughs> the partner partner with Shiba, uh, but not only that, we. Uh, we did this uh, crazy collaboration later this year with Mask Espacio. He's a famous designer, architecture, uh, known worldwide. He, he just won the awards of the best restaurant um, in the world. So we have a big pushing on that. Um, we are super happy to collab with him. Um, he's a super nice guy. And um, the stores of Welly will be crazy. Uh, <clears throat> And, um, you know, when we launched the project, um, we had uh, also an idea uh, to make something different, you know, uh, push that, that healthy mind, um, that healthy wave. So um, our restaurant and um, our fast food is bas basically totally different from the other. You know, um, we have also the partnership with the Flimmer. Gary is a famous uh, U.S. chef. You know, he has also Michelin star. Um, he has worked with so many uh, restaurants. He's a super, super um, crazy chef. And uh, we signed also a contract with him. So we have the best architecture in the world. And we have one of the best chefs on the world on board with us, with Welly. You know, to uh, really be different from the other fast food and really promote uh, that healthy a wave that healthy menu and that healthy lifestyle, you know. And with uh, uh, this idea, you know, uh, as Paolo said, we have a, a big, a strong community. We are all based on our community. We want to grow with them and we work for them. So with, uh, <clears throat> with them, we received over uh, 400, uh, 400 requests of a franchisee from worldwide, you know, from India, from US, from Texas, Miami, you can name it, bro. So it's huge and it's incredible. We are working on that. 
Soon we will have the first store in Naples with a, a new brand design and with a new brand technology, as Paolo was saying, you know, we are implemented this technology well, with our developers and with our team that all the community can see the procedure of how many burgers we are selling, where we are buying the food. You know, those days is so hard to find, you know, name, name a restaurant that is saying where they, they, they take the food. You know, nowadays it's so hard to know what you are eating and uh, what you are getting in your plate. So we wanted to change that. And we implemented this technology where our community can really see where we buy stuff from where we buy it with the supplier. And, you know, as I was saying, the community is the whole point of everything. So we want to know if we are doing something wrong. We want to know if uh, we have to, you know, sell rather a burger with chicken than rather a burger with bacon. So we want to let the, the, the community decide that, driving that, you know, so we can be on point, we can be morality, and we can be, can be community-driven at full percentage. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. And I, and I love it how you, you, you put into perspective, right? Like, just imagine people that it's, you know, together with you guys, for example, you know, having the Valley NFT, they are able to kind of like not just hold the NFT, but be a part of the business, uh, you know, celebrate, celebrate exactly, when you, and really yeah, celebrate when you guys win. You know, find out what's the reason when you guys lose. I mean, like this is the whole part of Web three to bring connectivity between the holders and the founders. All right, we have uh, <laughs> absolutely yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe should go bro. ahead, buddy. Yeah, hey guys. Um, I'm actually not a part of the official um, Welly team, but I'm part of the community. I'm a big community member in the Welly's NFT thing, and I just wanted to quickly say something about sort of the partnerships. Um, um, not to step on Richmond's toes or anything, but you know, I would say the biggest partnership the Welly NFT team has is with its community, a hundred percent, like down pat. Um, the community is is the living, beating heart of this project, and and it shows. I mean. If you go and check the Wellies Discord, it is polished to a T. It is like the work that's gone into the Wellies Discord is absolutely insane. You know, there's a few people in the in in this space right now that are like Crypto Queen is one of them that work really hard on the Discord. The community is absolutely buzzing. It's vibrant. They work really hard. Um, you know, and something that they haven't message, uh, mentioned in Welly is 8% of all profits made by Welly gets distributed to NFT holders. So there's incentive for Wellies, the actual stores, to be successful because we get some of the profits that is made yearly by that that will be distributed to us as holders. You know, and and I think it's, I just wanted to clear something up that was said by the start. Wellies isn't actually powered by SHIB. SHIB doesn't power Wellies. Wellies is a standalone project. We stand on our own. We're endorsed by SHIB. The lead developer, Shaitoshi Kusuma of SHIB, of, of SHIB endorses us, and we utilize um, Shibarium, which is the Layer 2 blockchain that we're building. So all, all the sort of receipts, all the transactions that uh, is going to be happening in the real-life stores is going to be on the blockchain, which in, in turn is going to help increasing um, the burning of the SHIB supply. So that's how we're going to benefit the SHIB ecosystem. And also, a percentage of the profits of Weli goes to the Bone DAO, which is the DAO system for SHIB, which helps... Uh, the community and SHIB make decisions on how they want to move forward in the project once everything is established. But so there isn't really SHIB powering us. I'd say, if anything, Welly Teams powers the SHIB community. Uh, we help the SHIB community. We're an official partner. We work together. We help however we can. 
but community is such an important aspect and they've already done such an amazing job with the DAO. I mean, I've already taken part in voting on what the new chairs are going to look like in the stores, what the stores are going to look like, what the supply is going to look like, uh, whether or not uh, Welly should uh, attend NFT Paris, uh, whether or not Welly should do this. So the idea that of Wellies and the DAO system and how they run things with their community and how they make decisions is extremely decentralized. They are moving forward with food and blockchain in a way that is completely new in my, you know, in, in my opinion. I haven't seen anything like this. They're really trying to push decentralization and it's a really amazing thing. Uh, I really do recommend checking out their Discord because there's so much information there. There's so much explanations. There's so much uh, community members that are willing to help. Um, honestly, it's a, it's a blessing to be a part of the Welly community. It's a really great project. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the clarification. Like you know, when you when you say this, thank <laughs> you so much, baby sheep, for your yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you you <laughs> basically paint the whole picture even much more clearer right now for the audience, and and I love it how uh, you know the the community member itself is really bullish and come up on space. You know, just tell how much they love the project. So, bro, like I know. You know, as I said, we have a strong community. We work for them every day. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can see that. Um, so I'm interested to know a little bit more in terms of like, you know, what's what's next for you guys? Like you, you guys have a successful launch. You have a successful partnership. You know, everything is up and going. Your restaurants in Naples is going to be open soon. You know, the community members are excited for it. So like, what is your strategy in terms of like, you know, looking for new partnerships or even like, you know, franchising? You know, as a, we are partner with Shiba, um, we are really careful, uh, you know, on what to partner with and who to partner with because the, our brand is really strong. You know, we are uh, um, in those days with the brand identity and uh, the brand manual will come out is a seven, 70 page um, book where we explain exactly who we are, what we are. We grow, we we try to work every day to grow our brand, you know, to let it really grow well in, ter in terms of popularity worldwide. You know, we work on that because we want our community that they hold um, a strong brand and they are part of a big, a big brand. Who knows, tomorrow morning we can uh, uh, be anything. Pokemon 100 years ago, 50 years ago, who knows, was just a, a name. And um, Welly can be anything tomorrow morning. We are working on that. But now, in um, in the next month, we will see um, a, a brand new store opening here in Naples. As um, we just said, we are working on merchandising. We are working on toys. You know, we are trying to implement um, really good things on uh, on the Web3 side of things. As we said, we are... Uh, web two and web three uh, power project so we we work on both ways and uh, as i said we want to grow a big brand and we want to really bring welly worldwide so what to, to expect in the next months is big news on the web three side the store opening um, that is the first thing so we can really <clears throat> see the maskespacho and flimagary work and um you know the merchandising the toys and many other stuff yep yep okay go ahead baby sheep 
Yeah, I, I just want to add on what uh, Richmond said about like what's what's sort of the next step, and uh, you, you said it perfectly, uh, Richmond. Basically, um, I think the next step now is sort of building our, our, our franchises. I think that's what a lot of the community is thinking, and it, and it's happening. And and the way that this sort of happens is is literally again through the community. I mean, we have so many important people in our community, some people with so many connections. It's just a question of starting a conversation. So like we've already had like lo loads of Discord AMAs, and in there, people have literally come up to state and saying, "Look, I want to open a store," or "Look, I know someone in this city that can open a store." I mean, there was someone, you know, Shibazam, he he, uh, a person in the community, he's like, "Oh, I know someone in the state of Michigan. Um, I have all the papers, all the documentation. I can open a Welly stores now. Like, we just need to have a contact." Or there's people in like Texas that have been like, "I'm looking for locations to open a store. I could be a franchisee. I could do it." You know, so it's it's people in our community that are willing to do this, that are willing to become like franchisers of the Welly store, that are willing to carry the brand, move the brand forward and move our vision forward. And it's just a question of starting the conversation, filling out the paperwork, looking at the documentation, looking how we can move things forward. Obviously, I'm not a restauranteur or, or, or I don't know that much about franchises, so I know it's not as, as black and white as it seems. But I know the Welly team is working in the background to do everything beyond just the franchises, which is making sure that our supply chain is secure, making sure that our branding is on point, making sure that every other aspect of the NFT project is moving forward, whilst the community is really focusing on trying to work with the Welly team on bringing out those franchises and expanding globally. That's our, that's our, that's our point. We're trying to expand globally. We're trying to set the roots all around the world so our brand can grow at an international level. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's, it's interesting how, you know, you, you put it into perspective because, man, like these days, everybody's looking for an opportunity. And the way moving forward is always going to be not just, you know, Web2 doing their business, selling, and that's it. It's more towards like building that community behind having a local support uh, having exactly. a support in terms of not just one franchise, right? Just imagine you having a group of people in Italy that really loves uh, food. They are able to slowly, you know, integrate all the famous restaurants, being a part of it, you know, having a little bit of skin in the game, building it together. I, I think that's the way moving forward. Like why we all love Web3 is not just, you know, besides the PFP, besides the floor price going up. But these days with you guys, I think this is the way moving forward whereby, you know, we are integrating Web2 and Web3. I mean, this is the right way to kind of like, you know, migrate or bridge people from the Web2 to the Web3 and giving that utility that, hey, you know, you'd be like, you know, this is really using the technology of blockchain, really using the real technology instead of just selling normal JPEG. All right, Bot Grapes, uh, maybe one one last thing, uh, you know, before I, I know you, you, you DM me and you, you said that, you know, you have to... Uh, run off to another spaces but do do tell me like you know having the idea form um you know bo bottling it you know having the process of people going through the whole process of how winery works and stuff like that what after you know having that whole minting that the, the past you know they, they're able to stake for example the past and stuff like that what what else is next what's the real vision of uh, bob grapes that you want to bring to the mass market yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And it kind of goes alongside of, you know, wellies and, 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 you know, the previous conversation here, which is, you know, building brands and doing it with community and experience in mind, right? And I think that's, that's the opportunity that Web3 brings to the space, where you can do this with traditional kind of Web2 mechanics, but, you know, it's incredibly hard, because you essentially have to throw a ton of capital at how do you get you know whether it's advertising marketing or or even just you know social 
Um, you know, how do you get to that community effect, right? How do you get people to tune into your brand? And I think that's that's the real superpower of Web three, right? And I, as you see more brands come into this discussion, you know, you're gonna that you're seeing that effect now, right? They're onboarding, you know, all sorts of really cool projects. You know, Gucci, uh, I know Chanel, you know, Asprey, Bugatti, right? You know, all these major powerhouse brands are looking at this space because inevitably they all want the same thing, right? Which is we want to build a user base. We want to build a community. And, you know, this technology allows us to do that very well. Um, and so I think, you know, when I, when I kind of apply that to our project, right, I think long-term and, you know, we're, we're, we chose to use web three to launch board grapes as a new wine brand, because in our, in our kind of approach, we want it to be experience driven. We want it to be, you know, something that is unique and refreshing and digital meets physical and all sorts of fun things that you can do with that because in web two it's very hard to do that right you don't know where your next user is you don't know you know how effective your marketing dollars are um but when you think about building a brand in web three you know these types of spaces you know the social media aspect the community engagement right all of that allows you to lead Um, you know, that's you to learn from that, you know, at a rapid pace. So, you know, when I think about what we're doing is, you know, we're building a web web three based kind of wine brand. Um, but, you know, we also want to act as a platform to the web two wineries, vineyards and winemakers in the space to give them access to the web three environment. Um, and we want to we want to wrap that up with experience and, you know, all sorts of really cool things in real life. Right. So, you know, we've started to do like raffles in our community with um, really interesting kind of wine accessories and, and, and merchandise that uh, people love the brand. So it's like, well, OK, there's definitely a flavor of that. Uh, so I think you'll see a lot of really exciting things come from the Board Grapes community. Um, wine accessories. We're talking with a bunch of different uh, publications uh, around content and how we can bridge the gap to Web3 uh, in the sense of, you know, interviews, generating content, user-generated content. Um, when you think of, you know, the people that are covering the traditional wine space, you know, they struggle to get some of that content. So there's definitely a flavor of how we can help those guys as well. Um, so I almost kind of put it in that lifestyle category, right? Like if you're a wine enthusiast and, you know, want to dabble with this technology, right? Like we want to be the project that allows you to do that very well. Um, in whatever capacity, if it's to, to, you know, to get access to really great wines and, you know, new up and coming wine brands. Great. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a flavor of that. Um, if it's to learn about the process and, you know, be in, in tune with more of the content, the educational side, right. We're definitely going to have a flavor of that. Um, but then the, the you know, the, the, the underlying ethos of all of it is it's also experiential and fun, right? So it's, it, it, it applies that to the space in a way that we can, we can capture the engagement and we can build a brand over that longer term. Yep. All right. Thanks so much. And guys, by the way, just a sh uh, short segue, basically, you know, courtesy from Bot Grapes, all you have to do is like the space, retweet, uh, and, you know, we will be giving out five white lists for you guys. So be quick because, you know, the mince is tomorrow. I, I need to kind of like, you know, hurry up in terms of collecting the address and stuff like that to get you on board. But all you have to do to want to join is like and retweet the space. All right. And uh, last but not least, 
of course, we also have our own poll up, which is at the top. So all you have to do is click on the link which is shared by PewCast. The link is ref.gg. All you have to do is click on the link. It's basically a poll up app. Um, all you have to do is, you know, collect the poll up and end of the week, we will have token raffle. Um, you know, the first time we give away 1,000 ROAs. The second time, last week, we give away 1,005 ROAs. So, hey, man, like you saw Magic Eden and Kaiju Kings, basically, you know, ROAs is going to be utilized in some sort of a way. So, you know, this is just a bonus for you guys. All right, Baby Ship, uh, to, over to you. I saw you raise your hand. Let's go. Yeah, I just had I just had a question for um, board grapes. Um, actually, um, I just wanted to ask. So, I mean, I I have experience working with like Web two and Web three companies and bringing Web two companies into Web three, and you know, sort of trying to, you know, build that bridge between traditional companies and and blockchain companies, and it, and it's difficult. You know, I won't sugarcoat it. It's difficult, and I kind of wanted to ask, how are you going about bringing in? new investors are you going it from the point that they're already in web3 and you're presenting your project to people that are already familiar with crypto with nfts etc or are you also looking at onboarding people that know nothing about web3 and saying like look this is this is we're selling wine but we also have a web3 aspect to this like are you interested yeah that's that's actually a really great question and that's something that we 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 we, we wanted to be an onboarding platform for that bridge between Web 2 and Web 3. Um, obviously, it's easy for us to cater to the Web 3 place and everybody operating in ETH or crypto, right? Like, you know, if you're here, you get it, right? Um, so one of the things that we did with our Mint, once we go public Mint, which will be starting Saturday, you'll be able to Mint with a credit card, right? So we partner with CrossMint to be sure that we can we can make the onboarding process as easy as possible, we're going to walk you through the process. We've got a custodial wallet set up um, with CrossMint. Cross you can you can mint with a credit card. It's super easy. Um, basically, it's like signing up to a website with a username and a password. And CrossMint is a great partner to do that. Um, so, you know, we do have that built into the project. Um, and also, you know, considering that Nick with Authentique, um, you know, he operates primarily in the Web2 space, right? So he's got a great network of, you know, partners, brands that he works with, other wineries that they, you know, buy grapes from, you know, vineyards. So like, you know, there's definitely a strong element of pulling from the Web2 environment and and showing those, you know, business professionals that do that very well, what the opportunity is to be operating in this space and why it matters. Um, you know, today it's a bit of an onboarding process, but in three to five years, it, it could very well be the norm, right? And so, um, to your point, like we, we want to make that frictionless and ultimately give them a platform where, you know, they don't have to think about smart contracts. They don't have to think about wallet deployment, right? Like, you know, building a whole community from the ground up, right? Because as you said, that's, that's incredibly difficult, right? So we want to make sure that that process is, is easy, as easy as it could be. Um, and since we are taking that kind of leadership position in that, it really allows us to educate those brands, those winemakers, what the value proposition is for Web3. Um, and ultimately, you know, we've, we've made it easier for you to take, you know, gain access to this exposure for your brand. Um, so, yeah, on the Authentique website, um, there's a board grape section that, you know, allows you to kind of see how we're doing that. Um, you come to the board grape site and it's primarily, you know, you know, 
blockchain crypto right web3 oriented right you can tell by the language and, and just the way everything's kind of uh, presented but we, we 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 took that same approach and we kind of you know i don't want to say dumb it down because that's maybe the negative way to say it but we've made it easier to understand from a web2 kind of how do i get it you know how do i get access to this this sounds interesting kind of an approach so on the authentic site, you know, the, the the verbiage has changed, right? We're not talking about so, so much the the buzzword, mint this, drop that, right? You know, uh, you, you pull it out of the space, you put it into regular terms, and you make it digestible for somebody that's coming into the project from a Web 2 sense, you know, and then our goal is to introduce them to Web 3 in a very lightweight kind of approach where they don't have to go through such a hardcore learning process. Um with the hopes that we onboard more people to the space, because I think we all know that when you, when you find this place, when you fall in love with it, right, it becomes exciting and you kind of, you start to take the bull by the horns, right? You start to get more involved. You start to learn on your own because it is actually a really exciting space and web three kind of, you know, it orange, orange pills you like that. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, thanks so much for the great info, man. Like, so, Right, right now, you know, we, we are talking to do two different projects, right? Like, you know, uh, basically, uh, Bot Grape, you know, tomorrow is the main. I want to wish you all the success, bro. Uh, you know, I'm excited for it because I can't wait to see the whole, you know, the website, the mechanism on you guys building back. And I know, I know it's, if it's because of you, it's good, definitely going to be a pleasant experience. But let's talk uh, to, to Welly friends as well because, like, it's a di- two different direction, right? Welly has already minted right now. They are doing partnership like you guys have been in a long process in terms of building and uh, these days i would say like you know projects that for example minted out uh, you know, six months ago, eight months ago, it's very hard to re, re, I mean, maintain relevant because the space moves so fast, you know, people's attention always get diverted and then they just look for the next golden thing. But you guys are still here. You are building. I see tons of members or the Valley Friends people are still listening to the space. So tell us a little bit more in terms of, you know, um, how has it grown since the mint till now? And what has been actually the highlight, you know, in terms of building an NFT project based off with, you know, real life utility and the biggest achievement for you guys, bro? Bro, you know, um, the, our secret is, uh, of course, the community. Um, we, we, when we minted out, it was a, a rough moment. Uh, the market wasn't going that well. Um, so we decided to... Uh, we decided to develop in small steps, small things, you know, day by day, uh, thanks to our community and uh, the support they giving, they give us every day. Um, thanks to them, we are able to be here and, uh, you know, build slowly but strongly um, something that can remain. Uh, you know, as I said, uh, we are trying at Welly to, to build something uh, um, that stays, you know, uh, to bring the, really a brand and uh, create something, you know, so we don't care about the time, um, our community really believing in us, uh, trust us and uh, trust the process and uh, they, they can see that we are really doing stuff and uh, we are uh, not just in there and chilling, you know, uh, we are delivering stuff, um, soon they will see the first store, they see partnership strong partnership with the people in real life you know people that uh, are uh, are strong in the web 2 uh, community side 
So, you know, it, it, it's, it's thanks to them. First of all, is our secret is the community. And, um, you know, we are also working on a franchisee. I think we already are about to sign three contracts. I cannot say that much uh, for legal stuff. Uh, but the fra franchisee are inside the house. You know, yesterday our community member went to uh, Reggio Emilia, one city of Italy, the, um, speaking with the, these partners, you know, that they want to open. As I said, we have 400 uh, um, requests of uh, franchisee worldwide. So we are working strongly on that, you know. Uh, slowly, slowly, we, we will... Uh, bring things up and uh, really create something that can last yeah and i just like to say you know i previously in my experience like when i was mentoring with you know web3 stuff and web2 stuff always web3 partnership is very fast-paced because like you know when people dealing with stuff or even collapse it's like super easy and fast to just get the deal done but i know uh, based on my experience in order to partner with for example web2 brands it usually takes a longer process in terms of like you know their processing back and forth with stuff like that so definitely you know when you are you know building up a project that provides a web 2 utility is going to take a long time it's not you know just a snap of a finger and the deal just goes on but it's more towards like you know really telling people why this web 3 is the next future on it and um you know basically this is the way moving forward i mean i i believe like you know i'm seeing right now like tons of project even in malaysia uh you know I think next week we will have like so-called an NFT bar opening as well. I'm going there. So just to see like, you know, places are booming, you know, in incorporate with drinks, with food, FMB. I, I believe like, you know, this moving forward is going to be more interesting to see how people utilize it. Like we can see, for example, Starbucks, you know, using polygons in terms of like, you know, loyalty programs and stuff like that. So this is you know, an interesting topic that I love to talk about, bro. Like, once again, uh, guys, this is a wrap-up of the space. But, you know, first off, thank you, Richmond. Thank you, Bob Grape, for being here. Thank even, you so Even Baby Shape so for, you know, giving us your opinion from the community side of anger. Thanks, which guys, is, for letting me come out. Yeah, thank which you. is super, super valuable. All right, once again, guys, thank you for being a part of the Web3 motherfuckers. Uh, you know, powered by Pukecast. <laughs> Thank you so much, The Rock Radio guys. of Asia Space. With you guys, I believe we are one step ahead in building the most genuine community in Asia. So, um, just a quick reminder, those of you guys who didn't heard it, all you have to do if you want the bot apes whitelist, uh, bot grapes whitelist is just like retweet the space. We will give it out uh, ASAP because tomorrow is min. And I can't wait, bro. Uh, Richmond, when I go to Naples, you have to bring me to the restaurant, bro. Like the last time. <laughs> bro, it's all love. It's all love. We're going to be here. You you will be our guest. No problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep, no problem keep, at all. You yeah, are yeah. At all. keep in touch because, you know, I would love to visit Italy again. And uh, this time, Absolutely Naples come. will be the the right destination for me. Okay, this is a wrap-up, guys. For tomorrow, we will not have any spaces. So see you guys again next week on Monday. We run this show every day, 10 p.m. GMT plus 8, uh, 10 a.m. EST. See you guys again and have a blessed weekend. You know, enjoy your day. Have fun in the Web3 space. See you guys tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye for now.